Hello everybody and welcome to the first episode of Hunting Season Addiction. My goal with this podcast is to share the knowledge that I have gained over the years with my passion for hunting in the outdoors. I'm hoping to pass on information from others that I will be interviewing and talking with, close friends, things of that nature. When I first got started, I started with hunting the one-week gun season here in Ohio, and that was in 2004. Since then, I have really branched out. Um, I started bow hunting shortly after that first hunting trip in 2004, and I basically had to teach myself a lot about bow hunting because at the time nobody in my family really bow hunted that much we all just kind of went went that one week here in Ohio and it, it was kind of like a, it was a holiday for my family it was a tradition and I wanted more I didn't want to just wait for that one week so you know when I was younger I was 10 at the time and I, and I started looking into it and realizing you know, bow season here in Ohio runs from September 25th all the way to February. So not only would it leave me more time to hunt, but I would get to enjoy sitting in the stand and enjoy creation, you know, watching the sun come up in the morning. And to me, that was that was a big part of it. So my main reason for starting this podcast is I want somebody who may have been in my shoes to hopefully gain information from this. I want them to be able to learn as much as they possibly can. Because at the time, there wasn't a whole lot of information out during bow hunting. And now, you know, you can get on YouTube and you can search a video and learn how to do literally anything, but what I want is that hopefully the people that I'll interview and myself, we can pass on our knowledge. We can pass on the mistakes that we've made, the things that we've learned along the way, and hopefully that gets to somebody's ears and maybe it helps them out in the future. Um... A little background about myself. I took my first deer on public land. It took me three years to get my first deer. And it was rough. At the time, you know, we only had public land and only hunting that one week at a time. We never really went out and, and asked permission to hunt private land. We never had those, those spots where we could go hang stands and run trail cameras. Obviously, that has changed now, but... At the time, you know, getting a deer was, in my family, it, it was a big deal because, you know, on public land, you're not just competing with the guys in your group. You're also competing with every other group that has come to hunt that day. So, so what, what I guess what I'm trying to get at is my first deer wasn't taken in a traditional way. My first deer, I had to actually shot on the run while 
other guys were pushing the woods, and it was late in the gun week. On public land, when it gets late into the Ohio gun week, you know, everybody's doing deer drives. Everybody's lining up, and they're doing everything they can to to jump a deer up in hopes of getting one. And that's, you know, that that's not really one of my, my favorite ways to hunt. So I started learning. I started researching and and. You know, my first bow, good Lord, my first bow, I can't even remember the year. It was a Carbon Express. I think it was a, the name of it was Whitetail something or another. Um, and it was about as long as I was. You know, you, you talk about cams on bows these days. The cams that I had on that bow were not great. Um, it was mostly limb driven. It was a, I guess if I had to call it anything, it was more of a, a modernized longbow. So, but, you know, through struggles and, and trial and error, I, I was able to do it. I was able to get my first bow, or I was able to get my first deer. And the celebration and, and the joy I felt from finally accomplishing that task, you know, and it, it was a small doe. It, it, it wasn't, it wasn't some, you know, 170, 180 inch whitetail, but to me, that's how it felt. And it was just an, an amazing opportunity and occasion for me. And ever since that first, that first deer, ever since the first time I sat in the woods and watch the sun come up, watch the squirrels come to life and the, the trees and everything. It was, it has been a lifelong addiction for me. And I guess that's where the name uh, hunting season addiction comes from because, you know, if you're like me and you save all your vacation time from work and you save all of your time and money goes towards your hunting seasons and, you know, decoys, uh, bow hunting supplies, tree stands, cover scent. If you're like me and that's where your money goes, then this is going to be a good podcast for you. You know, um, the name is Hunting Season Addiction, but we're not just going to talk about hunting either. We're going to talk fishing. Um, I have several friends who are willing to come on and and talk about their their homestead-like lifestyle. So, being a hunter and an outdoorsman is a way of life, and what I want to do is share those ways of life with other people. Hunting in itself has a really bad outlook on it right now from a lot of people in this country, and a lot of people don't understand the conservation behind it. They don't understand that deer hunters annually are the leading uh, members of conservation in this country. They don't understand that that all these public lands that people are hiking on throughout the summer but turn to hunting land in the in the fall and in the winter, they don't understand who pays for that. They don't understand that every time one of us goes out and buys a hunting license or buys a fishing license, we're paying for that. Or they don't understand that every single time we purchase those tags and, and, and we are successful 
in the deer woods or the turkey woods. You know, it's it's helping conservation in a way that keeps deer numbers down so that the deer numbers that we have, and I'll just use Ohio for an example, the deer numbers that we have will not become overcrowded. That these deer numbers, we can keep them at a manageable level. And plenty of food, plenty of natural resources for the for the deer that we have, for the numbers that we have. You know, keep the numbers down by uh, hunting will allow less deer to be hit by cars each year, or less deer to die of diseases or or malnutrition because there isn't enough food to go around. So. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I will say that first off, thank you for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe. Please like. I know I, I don't want to get too in-depth with it because this is just the first episode. And I've got plans for a lot of people to, to come on. Um, I have my Uncle Bill. He goes to North Dakota, South Dakota, Kansas every year for weeks at a time to go pheasant hunting. So he'll be on to share some stories. Uh, a good friend of mine, Rick from Crash Cray, he'll be on. He'll be here to share, you know, how how they got into hunting and, and fishing and enjoying this lifestyle. And if you're listening to this podcast, I assume that you love this lifestyle as much as the rest of us. Getting up at four in the morning, three in the morning to head out to the duck blind or the deer stand, you know, that's, we love it. And if you're listening to this, then I hope you enjoy it as much as we do. So this is where I'm going to end, I guess, the first episode of Hunting Season Addiction. And remember, guys, sit still, shoot straight, and we'll catch you on the next one.